0: Master G, ISSA internationally recognized master trainer, undergrad in exercise physiology, sports nutritionist, also finishing a master's degree with a concentration in human performance. Welcome to my podcast series. This is the real education on everything nutrition, real talk, real information, delivering real results. So let's get right into it. Week 13, August 11th of 2021 welcome we are here today to talk about some of my favorite topics talking about anabolism and catabolism anabolic versus catabolic this is one of those topics that just gets a lot of attention because there's a lot of things that we don't realize going into any type of muscle building or weight loss program it's just a factor that nobody really considers nobody really takes into consideration except for guys like myself so here's here's i mean one of the first things that we really really need to start with is this if you are an athlete that is not on any type of anabolic enhancement then you really need to, f- to listen to this podcast And I know that that's 90%, 95% of the people that are out there that are listening to, to stuff like this that are really trying to digest down and get the answers to how do I manage my weight, how do I lose weight, but at the same time, at the same time of losing weight and managing my weight, how do I build muscle, how do I get more cut, how do I get more toned, how do I get more defined? This podcast right here is going to start answering a lot of those questions. If you follow my series so far this season, you notice that there's a lot of information about a lot of different subjects. Now we're starting to get really specific into how to really turn what everything I've been talking about into how to accomplish your goals. So if it, it's most critical, I've laid the foundation for you. Hopefully you've had an opportunity to really sit down and listen to the last 12 weeks and really digest what's been said, but now it's starting to come the real information. Like this is the stuff that's going to help you break through plateaus, help you break through goals that you haven't been able to accomplish. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is where you start to really, really invest in yourself by listening and following this podcast to start really getting information that man, if I would have known that six months ago or two years ago, you know, I would have reached my goals already, but you know what? Look, we all have had hiccups in our fitness journey for whatever reason, you know, and, and you're not right and you're not wrong for that time period. It was just a learning period for you. Now it's time to really maximize the time that you're spending when you're eating right and when you're exercising, when you're really taking care of yourself. So, anabolism, man, like you want to be in an anabolic state every second of every day. Why? Because just the word anabolic means that your body is producing muscle. It's either maintaining or producing. That's literally what the word anabolic means. That is why we have such a high use of anabolic steroids in this country. All right, there are a lot of people that are walking by you every day at the office, in the gym, running next to you down the street, that may or may not be on some type of anabolic enhancement simply because with our living style, our lifestyle, our busy, busy days, the kids, and everything else we have going on, it is almost impossible For individuals to remain anabolic without some form of assistance. Call it right or wrong. Call it what you want. It is what it is and it goes on. It's basic science. And what it is is that if you recognize that you are unable to eat a protein rich meal at least every two to two and a half hours a day, then now you're not really in an anabolic state all day. Hear that. How many of us really have the opportunity to eat every two to two and a half hours, right? I work with a lot of individuals that struggle with a five meal a day plan, a four meal a day plan. Some people need a three meal a day plan because they're just that busy. So if you're really trying to reach certain levels of your fitness goals and I'm telling you that to remain anabolic all day long and literally in a muscle building state so that you can get as much muscle as humanly possible within the course of a 30 day period, then, you know, and, and, I'm, and you're realizing like, there's just no way that I can meet the demands. Then what do you do? Right. And that's why a lot of individuals that preach fasted cardio, fasted workouts, you really have to ask them what are they really doing because again if your body doesn't have fuel to use your body will find it from somewhere else okay and no man if it really was as easy as you going to the gym on an empty stomach and working out to lose fat no one would be fat I'm sorry. Nobody would have excess adipose tissue. No one would would exceed the BMI scale. Nobody would consider to be overweight, obese. Literally, if that's all you had to do to watch fat disappear off your body would be to just show up on an empty stomach and it magically dissipates, right? Or better yet, go buy this cream. And put this belt on that magically makes it all go away if all that was real we wouldn't have an obesity epidemic in this country bottom line because I firmly believe nobody wants or is comfortable with being overweight and that's why I do what I do. That's why I give this information to you is because I want to make sure that you have the right tools in your tool bag that when you're ready and the time is right for you to be successful. And look, not everybody's ready today. That's a reality. But when you are ready, you need the necessary tools. You need the right information so that you don't waste your time. I watch individuals as a gym owner waste their time. It saddens me. I see people come to the gym and literally like I know the things that they're doing wrong and they may or may not want to hear what what it is, you know. So the idea is, is that you've got if you're if you're really looking for the answer, listen to, to listen to information like this. You have to be anabolic to build muscle, which means you've got to be on a high protein diet. I didn't say no carb diet, just a high protein diet. You've got to stuff down the protein. However, you get it. Whole food sources, shakes, smoothies whatever that looks like it has to happen and it has to happen pretty frequently Okay. And I know, I know it gets old, right? If I eat one more piece of chicken, I'm going to turn into a, into a a chicken. If I eat one more piece of Turkey, I'm going to, you know, I get it. But at the end of the day, you got to consume lots of protein to remain anabolic. And what the anabolic window does is it allows your body to build muscle at as much as possible. Now, here's the one thing you really have to realize too. Your body can only build about a pound of muscle a month. Your body can only build about a pound of muscle a month. Yeah, I said that twice. I said it really fast because a lot of us live in a fictitious world that somehow your body has now gained five pounds of muscle in a month when it's just not possible. It's not. Some of the most prolific bodybuilders in bodybuilding history put on 25 pounds in a year. And that's what they did for a living. So, you know, so that's a two pound, maybe a two pound per month muscle building program. But other than that, you're just, you just can't put on that kind of muscle in a month. So you really have to analyze your program into figuring out what's going on. Okay. Now, the opposite of anabolism is obviously catabolism. So that means that the food sources that we're ingesting that are not protein based, create energy that is basically catabolic. Okay. Catabolic energy can, can without the presence of protein be muscle and fat. Let me say that again. Catabolic energy can become muscle and fat, meaning that you could end up burning muscle and fat as an energy source sure sounds great right i'm burning fat as an energy source that's my entire reason i am working out but what if it's muscle and guess what if you're in a catabolic state you do not get to decide where that energy comes from your body will decide where it comes from and if you have any dense level amount of muscle in the body guess what that muscle's going first Because you know why? Because the body wants to do the least amount of work as possible to produce that energy. And if that dense muscle source is just sitting there, it's going to say, sure, I could use I can just take a bite out of the top and keep moving on. And literally all your hard work is literally going down the drain. And that's the whole idea behind, you know, bodybuilding contests and shows is that You go through this off-season period where you try to bulk and build as much muscle as possible, and then you cut, hoping to maintain as much muscle as possible. But the the problem with that system is just that you have no clue how much muscle you've actually really put on or how much is going to stay until you step on stage. That is the craziest. Look, I, I bodybuild amateurly, amateur wise for five years. And let me tell you, it's the most grueling process to try to bulk and cut, bulk and cut, bulk and cut, build muscle, lose muscle, build muscle, lose muscle to the point where it's just, it's really, really tiring and taxing because you really don't know what's going on. And without you getting in what's called a DEXA machine, which actually is the only real machine, okay? The only real machine that can tell you how much body mass you really have so if you're going off of bioimpedance, which is that fancy scale you got at the house which is trying to tell you how much body mass you have and how much water intake you have just know there's an eight percent deviance in that piece of machinery If you're using the caliper system, if you got a really good trainer and they're really good with the calipers, it's still a 4% system. So it's really hard to really know what your body really looks like without either a DEXA machine or going through a pre-contest prep and sucking all the water and carbohydrates out of your system to really get an idea of what you're really, really doing with your training program. So if you're gaining more than a pound a month, in your training program odds are it's not the right training program unless that's really what you're trying to do so again catabolism cannot does not work well in our favor so we have to time out our meals we have to time out our workouts to ensure that we're putting ourselves in the best position possible to remain anabolic As long as possible so there are supplements out there that are over-the-counter that do help with catabolism that is the entire science behind branch-chain amino acids known as BCAAs all right if you did not know why somebody recommended BCAAs for you it's not for recovery it's literally an intra okay INTRA, meaning in the middle of your workout, intro workout supplement, that has been proven through the use of three BCAAs, three amino acids, okay, that combined help prevent muscle breakdown, which means they help prevent catabolism. So honestly like if you're in any type of real weight building program where you're really trying to tack on the muscle and really tack it on then you should be drinking bcas during your workout all right it's not a necessity you know but if you're really like if you're one of those people I look master g is a gym owner i got people in my gym to work out for three hours at a time like i work out for 70 minutes if you're one of those individuals that's working out past that 70 minute window, meaning that you didn't you ate your, your meal an hour before you came in, you work out for 70 minutes, you're eating your next meal right after, you're good. But if you're working out for three hours and you're not consuming a meal at least an hour and a half in between your workout, then that means you better be taking something like BCAAs to help offset that process of possibly, if not already being in a catabolic state. And then that's also where you have to start to define, like, okay, what does my workout look like? like do I come in and I do cardio? Do I come in and work out? Do I, you know, What order do I do? Master G will tell you, like, I would never ever perform all of my cardio, at least my high intensity cardio, before my workout. All right, why? Because it's going to give you an inconsistent workout base. Why? Because it just, like, let's be honest, cardio is really about how you feel, right? I mean, you get on the treadmill and run at 7.5 every single day, but are you really running at 7.5 every day? I bet some days you're on top of the treadmill and you're running at 7.6, 7.7 and you feel like your light is a feather. And then there's some days you might be running at like 7.2, 7.3, just trying to keep up with the treadmill because it's killing you and you're tired. So with that being said, you're going to have a different energy production on both those days. So when you have a different energy production on both those days, you have a different amount of calories that's burned during your cardio portion. And then that's going to translate into how much energy you have left in your weightlifting portion. Personally, I believe in regiments. I believe in things being calculated. And the last thing I want you to do is have inconsistency in your workout schedule or in your workout program. So if you're finding like those are things that I dissect down when I sit down with individuals and clients. when you come to me and say, hey, gee, I'm not getting the results that I want. I start looking at variables, factors. And being being catabolic is one of the number one factors that I find to be the reason why individuals' workouts are the most inconsistent, why they're not getting the results that they want, why they haven't gained any muscle, why they look exactly the same. It's simply because of that. Because if you're in an anabolic state, most of the day, your body is naturally going to produce muscle naturally. Granted, you got to lift the muscle, break it down so your body can repair it, but it's naturally going to build more muscle. So that is the number one thing that I'll spend time sitting down with you analyzing. And I want you to really think about, Hey, am I more anabolic or catabolic when I'm in there swinging the weights? And imagine this, Imagine if you figure out that you're catabolic most of the time, even though you feel like you've been having good workouts and now you change it and now you know you're having good workouts. Think about that. How does the weights change? How does the muscle building change? How do all those factors really start playing into how you look and ultimately how you feel at the end of your workout program and your workout regimen? So anabolism, catabolism two very very important things you really have to dissect down think about and learn the idea too is that you know anything that's anabolic is playing with you know anabolic type hormones which includes insulin growth factor you know testosterone uh estrogen different things like that so those are major major keys as to what goes into play when it comes into that you know and then obviously with catabolism you got cortisol you know that's the main thing stress right? Cortisol, you know, you got, you know, you, you really cannot, um, really, really predict how much stress weighs a factor on the body. So the number one thing I always recommend is you got to find a stress relief prior to walking into the gym. The gym can't necessarily be your stress relief because otherwise it's going to be a stress upon a stress that you're then equating to being a stress relief. And that really doesn't work that way. So you've really got to find a way to meditate and take your mind off of your stresses so that you can really hone in and focus and maintain, uh, you know, a, a center stage on your workout. It's just imperative today, you know, that, that you just you really sit down and analyze some of the factors that we talked about today with anabolism and catabolism. In no way, shape or form is Master G, you know, stating that anybody should have to or should use the you know conditions of any anabolic enhancements i'm literally giving you the things that you need to understand about whatever's going on in your program to maximize your results. And then again, to look at the people that are doing what you want to do or are, are achieving the results that you want to do and what are they doing to get to that point. So again, read this disclaimer here that, you know, Master G is not an advocate for anybody to have to take their program into anybody any type of level of anabolic enhancement. I just want everybody to have the opportunity and the knowledge to understand understand that you gotta be more anabolic than catabolic. You gotta feed your body at the right time in the right way to make sure that you're gonna accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish. And if by chance you're doing those things and you're not getting results you want, that's when you pick up the phone, drop me a DM, hit me hit a message up, and then we can sit down and analyze all those variables and factors because it's just probably something small in there that's creating that catabolic window instead of that anabolic window and we want to make sure that you reach the goals that you want. Yo, so that wraps up this week. Stay tuned as we keep dropping more knowledge on everything nutrition. Don't forget to follow me, Master G, a.k.a. Gunny, on Instagram and Facebook. It's Master G, and I'm out this week.